Now, only a few weeks into the year, we have already seen a murder outside a house of worship. And today's news article is about the murder of Iman Sharif outside a mosque in New Jersey. Now, the shooting, interestingly, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, the shooting time is in red at 6.15 a.m. So remember that, 6.15 a.m. So the highlights, Iman Sharif was murdered, sat in his vehicle outside his mosque at 6.15 a.m. in the morning. Now, when I hear about a murder so early in the morning, particularly being an ex-detective, there is always a few red flags and alarm bells because, yes, there's chemical dependency. Yes, there's alcoholism. Yes, there's mental illness. But 6.15 a.m. in a street, in a public street in New Jersey, is quite an unusual time for someone to be murdered. So let's remember 6.15. So the shooting happened outside the mosque in Newark, New Jersey, Straight away, the FBI came out and said that they don't believe this to be bias or domestic terrorism related, the authorities say. Now, we are in a time where there's trouble in the Middle East. We're in a time where there's Islamophobia. I don't know if they came out quickly to dismiss this to make sure that it didn't unsettle the community, um, but they very quickly said that there was no bias or domestic terrorism-related incident within hours of his murder. So maybe they know something that we don't, but it was just interesting to me that very quickly they said they didn't believe it to be a bias or domestic related. Now, one thing about how he was killed, and I want to um, tie this into the 6.15 in the morning, is that he wasn't just shot once. Iman Sharif was found with multiple gunshot wounds outside his mosque, sat in his vehicle. Now, what is interesting about this is the local community responded, and if you again, if you watch them on YouTube, you can see the, the crime report here. It says the crime in the area just has to stop. Uh, a local resident, um, Paulette Williams, said, "But you know, we've, we've got to stop this crime in the area." Um, so there was a lot of concern by the local community, as you can imagine, particularly with this murder happening at six fifteen in the morning. Now, here is where the story gets very interesting. And obviously, I tend to wait when I do these media um, crime stories because you want to see what information comes out, if there's any change to the story. So most often I'll wait a couple of weeks unless it's a really breaking story. But five months before the same imam outside the mosque, almost at the same time, had a run-in with an armed assailant who he had to wrestle the firearm away and then the person ran away. So here is what's interesting. The same Iman in the same street at a similar time, 6.15 in the morning, five months previously, had had a run-in with someone who pulled a gun on him. The Imam wrestles the guy. I believe he got the gun and then the assailant runs away. Now, are these two incidents connected in some way? Well, common sense says that they're incredibly similar. But here is my point to you, is how do you record unusual incidents? And yes, this is the extreme. At both occasions, the Iman 
had someone pull a gun on him. One, he tragically lost his life the first time he managed to uh, wrestle the assailant, um, got the gun, and the assailant ran away. But it raises a really important question for us in our house of worship, safety and security is, it's really important that you create a document trail of suspicious or unusual incidents because these things do have a habit of coming back either to bite us or we see the same behaviors again. And also, if you see something suspicious one day, it doesn't mean the next time it happens, it's going to be you again. So it could be someone on your front desk, someone comes in and asks unusual questions. It doesn't get recorded. Two or three weeks later, that person comes in again and talks to another member of staff, and either they report it or they don't, and there's not this sort of mesh, there's not this um, understanding of, well, hey, this is the same person here. It's coming and asking unusual questions. There's a pattern, what is going to happen here? So it's really important that your house of worship, and yes, it's the extreme because the imam was murdered, but it's really important that you document security-related incidents, even if they turn out to be nothing, because you can then trap the history. As an investigator and as detective of serious and organized crime, these two incidents have to be connected. 6.15 in the morning, both times the imam has had a gun pulled on him, one time he's been murdered, the second time he saw the assailant, wrestled him, and the assailant ran away. My, my experience is saying to me, there's a connection here. Low level for us in the house of worship, really important. Make sure you're documenting and you're asking your staff, the volunteers, and other people in the church to also document so we can see the history. What you see suspicious of one day, you might not be the second person. So let's make sure that we're documenting these incidents so we have a written record of what happens. So before I ask you a question, I just want to talk to you about our weekly church crime watch. So Every Monday, it goes out on email, which is most often where I get these news stories from. And we cover a variety of areas from crimes against people, crimes against property, uh, church crimes across the world. Um, we also do church litigation. It comes to you in a PDF document, simple to use. You can use it to change culture inside your organization to share it with your leaders, to say, hey, this is what's going on nationally or in our community. Or it's a great way for you to look at it and say, if it happened here, what would we do? How would we respond? So if you are not receiving our weekly church crime watch, I will drop a link below where you can get it delivered to your inbox. Like I said, it comes out every Monday morning. But as always, those are my views and opinions of the Iman who tragically lost his life in the morning. What are your views and opinions? Please leave a comment wherever you are listening or watching this podcast. And again, me as an investigator, two incidents, five months apart, both with a firearm, 6.15 in the morning. In some way, they are connected in my experience. And again, I know the FBI have come out and said straight away, we don't believe this is any bias or any terrorism-related However, this is a very strong coincidence. So I'd love your views and opinions. It also tells us how we need to be mindful and thoughtful of our safety no matter the time or day. But again, uh, please leave your comments below. Let me know what you think of this new story. But as always, you stay safe. You have a blessed day and I shall see you next time. Take care, everybody.